Welcome to the Sovereign Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Arzu Babri. In this community, we embark on a journey towards self-discovery in order to reclaim our sovereignty and live a life rich in connection, meaning, and purpose. Welcome back, Soul Tribe. I hope that you are all overflowing with love and gratitude from the weekend and ready to step into a brand new week feeling rested and whole. If by chance you've been feeling a bit off in the last couple of weeks or it seems as though nothing is really going your way or everything seems to be going wrong, you're not alone. A lot of people have expressed this and it's because we are in the depth of a Mercury retrograde. If you don't know what that is, take a look. You'll probably go down this rabbit hole of information, but it might be a little bit revealing for those of you who are wondering why absolutely everything might be going wrong. All right, this week's episode is a continuation from last week with a deeper dive into the realm of relationships and love. Now, I recognize that this week's topic won't necessarily be for everyone, so it might only resonate with a select group of individuals or everyone might find something within this episode that they can relate to. So I have a couple of disclaimers before we jump in and disclaimer number one is a repeat from last week in that I want to remind whoever is listening that all relationship dynamics are completely unique to the couple experiencing them due to the many factors involved when it comes to relationships and partnerships between two individuals. Disclaimer number two is please try to listen to this episode with an open heart and an open mind because whenever the mind is introduced to something foreign, its immediate response is to challenge what is being stated, especially if it's something that poses as a threat to the ego. But when you listen with your heart, you are tuning out judgment and listening to the frequency of the words rather than the words themselves. So moving along to this week's topic, if you are someone who has always believed that there is more to a relationship than what you have been superficially told, this episode is definitely for you. So let's jump right into it. As we are all aware, relationship dynamics have shifted massively throughout the course of time. So what I hope to highlight in this episode is a comparison of what didn't work in the past what isn't working in the present and tie it all together with what it was always meant to be. The key point to remember here is I'm highlighting dysfunctional patterns first before examining a healthy relationship pattern. I'm by no means saying all relationships of the past and present fall under these categories. I'm simply shedding light on the areas where most people have felt trapped and discouraged. So let's jump right into toxic patterns of traditional relationships. So in the past, relationships were based on gender roles, codependency, and various power dynamics. Now, I want to focus a little bit on codependency here because it's important to highlight the difference between that versus a healthy level of dependence. Codependency is when one partner needs the other partner who in turn needs to be needed. And the self-esteem and self-worth of the codependent partner is based on self-sacrificing behavior to seek the approval and love of the other partner. 
The hallmark of codependent relationships is often a lack of personal identity outside of the relationship. Something to keep in mind is that there are various levels of healthy dependency as well, including asymmetrical dependence that we see in parent and child relationships where an infant depends on their caregiver for basic survival needs. And there's a healthy dependency with romantic relationships as well, which I will clarify later on in today's episode. Now, relationships of the past often required a contractual bond like marriage that gave each partner certain privileges that they couldn't get outside of that institution. What I mean by this is certain things such as physical intimacy, sharing a home together and having children often came as a result of getting married. So people would form these bonds to fulfill either their own needs or certain expectations from their family, culture and society. Now, most of the power dynamics involved men being in a dominant position over women. So we often saw women that were bound to men, not only by marriage, but financially as well. They sometimes had to stay in an unhealthy relationship because they couldn't provide for themselves if they were to leave that relationship. Or they may have lost custody of their children and there was a lot of cultural shame associated with divorce where many traditions still even believe that regardless of how bad things are, you're bound to your spouse until death. So people learn to cope with a lot of really horrible behavior under a damaging belief of family and personal honor. Furthermore, there was a lot of toxicity in terms of leniency where women were taught to continually forgive men for extremely poor behavior that went as far as physical abuse and betrayal. Now, men were obviously subjected to um, certain toxic patterns as well, including manipulation and belittling by their partners that they may have felt obligated to overlook due to various societal pressures as well. Now, although certain qualities of a traditional relationship may seem antiquated to a lot of people, for some, it worked. It was a dynamic that functioned and worked. And again, every relationship is so different and everyone has various reasons for both entering and staying in a partnership. Now, relationships of the modern day. I believe a lot of the toxicity that exists in modern day relationships is a societal issue because it's not just affecting some people, it seems to be affecting everyone. Where we breed generations of individuals with low self-esteem, have been brainwashed to disrespect, belittle, and dehumanize both men and women through modern music and movies, and to top it off, there was the destruction of the family unit. And with that, we see a drastic rise in children growing up with single parent families where there's little representation of a healthy male or female role model. All of these things, plus many, many more, have contributed to the extremely toxic narrative about modern day relationships. Now, current relationships swung the pendulum to the complete opposite direction with a focus on a glorified sense of toxic independence and complete lack of structure. What I mean by toxic independence is that 
you have this belief that you don't need anyone in your life, that you're better off on your own, and that somehow you're completely, quote unquote, self-made, which gives you a sense of false entitlement, making it very challenging for you to care for the needs of a partner as you become self-absorbed with your own needs alone. And just to clarify, of course, no one needs to be with anyone lifelong, but needing and wanting connection is a completely natural and actually essential part of the human experience. But we'll talk a little bit more about this later. Now, when you combine low self-esteem with extreme independence, you create a partnership where you're constantly micromanaging the other person, which is so damaging, especially in a romantic relationship, because it's not only damaging the partner, but more importantly, destroying your own peace of mind, where one person is left stripped of their autonomy and freedom, while the other is gripping harder and harder onto the illusion of how things should unfold. Now, modern relationships are also plagued by an overstimulated, fast-paced society where people jump from relationship to relationship, going on serial dates without time to process and integrate their head and heart space. And if you, by nature, are a very loyal person, you could potentially find yourself getting hurt over and over if you aren't accustomed to the nature of modern-day dating where you are investing your time and effort into someone who has scattered their attention among many other people. Now, something else I find happens a lot with modern dating is that because we've lost the art of courtship and formality, there's no sense of accountability. And something that I would hear a lot of people complaining about was this whole idea of ghosting in relationships. And it's almost like toxic behavior has become so common that it's mistaken for normal. So we accept a lot of these bizarre behaviors from other individuals because it's what's quote unquote normal. So we basically went from toxic structure of traditional relationships where there was gender roles and power dynamics to absolutely zero structure, creating a lot of confusion, mistrust and despair in people. And it's also a throwaway society that we live in. If something doesn't work, you throw it away or you get a new one or you upgrade to the latest model. People barely take their shoes to a shoemaker to get them fixed, let alone work on their relationships. Now, because of all of this, I personally don't think that chivalry or love is dead. Instead, I find these days people are just exhausted because they've dated so many people that it's no longer special and it's become more of a task rather than an exciting celebration. So chivalry is not dead. It's just tired. True love is not dead. It's exhausted. Imagine giving all your love continually to the wrong people under the wrong pretenses or giving your heart to so many different people time and time again until you decide, yeah, you know what? This just isn't for me. When in fact, at your core, your natural state is love. You've just exhausted your resources in false pursuits. So now with all of this in mind, and I'm sure every single one of you can name more examples and add more layers to what we've discussed so far, but I want to move on to the juiciest part of today's episode, which is all about sacred partnerships. Now, many of you might not be aware, but what you are currently doing is you are breaking down both the old and modern toxic patterns and paving the way for higher frequency conscious relationships. If something is sacred, it means that it is highly valuable and holy. It's cherished and regarded with the utmost level of respect and appreciation. 
Sacred partnerships are the union of two souls bringing forth healing and growth that takes place as a result of that bond. Within a sacred partnership, we often see a balanced harmony between both healthy dependence and healthy independence. And a healthy level of dependence is actually foundational for all relationships, but in particular, romantic relationships involve a reciprocal dependence that goes further than the dependency we see in most friendships. Meaning you can rely on your partner and that level of reliance and assurance brings security, growth, and strength to your relationship. It allows for love, respect, and appreciation to flow through the relationship, giving the union life as you are both expressing and receiving love in perfect harmony. Now, when you allow someone to give you as you give to them, you both flourish because you recognize the importance of teamwork and reciprocity. Now, what I mean by healthy independence is that you both recognize that you are capable of standing on your own feet by taking care of your own health, finances, and mental emotional well-being, while also recognizing the importance of relationships, community, and society. In a sacred union, you both value the relationship. There's a mutual support and love. So a better term would be an interdependence and it's completely healthy and normal. And actually it's the essence of a long lasting relationship where you allow someone in through vulnerability, which then creates space for intimacy. And as a result, you both create a grander level of union and existence. A sacred union involves two individuals that make it obvious that they want to be together. It does not involve games, confusion, or manipulation. Its foundation is based in growth and expansion of the soul. A sacred partnership allows for the highest level of human experience as you anchor one another in love and protection for both personal and joint healing and growth. Now your love is amplified in a sacred union because it's founded on a deep understanding that you are a team and that you share in each other's grief, suffering, growth, and accomplishments. It's strong enough to endure the natural occurring stressors in life that break apart most relationships. Sacred partnerships are equal. It doesn't mean that both partners are the exact same. It means you pick up where the other lacks. You support one another and you help nurture the relationship so that it grows and thrives. If one partner is stuck in a parental role, this is something that can end up destroying the dynamic. So you ensure that you are both stepping up to the plate and not creating or carrying the burden of the relationship. A sacred union brings you peace, not disorder. It brings you calm, not chaos. It brings you joy, not grief. And it brings you stability and not confusion. A sacred partnership isn't your typical partnership. This is a blessed and holy union. It's not superficial by any means. It's actually the coming together of two souls under the right intentions. It is one of the biggest blessings in life and it's necessary for both personal development and also for the growth and evolution of humanity. Now, I'm by no means saying that you have to be with someone in order for your life to have meaning, not at all. Everyone's life path and purpose is completely unique. But for those of you who feel like today's topic resonated with you in a 
different way and have always been destined to be in a sacred partnership, just know that through that union, everything else will become amplified. Your creative force will be amplified. And for some, that might look like having children of impact that make a massive shift in society and the trajectory of our evolution. And for others, it's the creation of art, therapy, education as a team. And you give birth to ideas that really help in the ascension of humanity. So if today's topic does resonate with you and you're wondering, well, how do I draw in a sacred partnership? You do so through two things. You first establish what you want out of life. And then you determine what you want most in a partnership. So you do this by getting really clear on your core values so that you aren't left compromising on your foundational requirements and you determine what you want most by figuring out if it's spiritual growth that you're looking for, if you're looking for peace and comfort, if you want to leave behind a legacy, if you want all of the above, you get really clear on your what and your why. And once you have these two things mapped out, you're going to start building. You're going to work on building yourself into the person that is both striving towards the life that you want and becoming the match to the partnership that you desire. And then only then you can begin to seek a partner who can walk by your side where you both are heading in the same direction in life because you're either growing together or you're growing apart. And the final note that I want to leave you guys with is very important. Because a sacred partnership is of high spiritual quality, there is a certain level of spiritual awareness that must be gained before we are gifted with this level of union. And I say gifted because this type of bond is only granted by God, source, universe, whatever term you resonate with, to those who with sincerity desire this type of connection. And with that, let's jump right into this week's episode prompts to get you guys reflecting on this week's topic. So prompt number one is, what do I ultimately want from a relationship? Number two, in what areas can I improve myself to match what I desire in a partner? And number three, is there something I'm consciously or subconsciously holding onto from my past that could be blocking me from being in a high level relationship? All right, friends, thank you so much for joining me on another episode of the Sovereign Soul podcast. I'm actually going to take a break from talking about relationships next week and bring in a topic that I hear a lot of buzz about, but has actually become something extremely counterintuitive. So until next time, have a beautiful rest of your week and I can't wait to connect with you guys once again.